Welcome to the Custom Culture Rodcast, brought to you by Car Culture Deluxe and Old School Rods Magazine. Welcome again to the Custom Culture Rodcast, brought to you by Old School Rods and Car Culture Deluxe Magazines. We are sitting here at Murfo's Rod and Custom Shop in beautiful Buda, Texas. Our last episode was with Tim Matthews. He is the museum curator of the Speedway Motors Museum of American Speed. Nothing but American muscle. And boy, what he's a cool guy. A cool guy. Cool yeah. guy. Make sure, make sure make you go sure. check out that Ab- feature of absolutely. the museum and Rod's 107. Seven. Seven? One, <laughs> Rod's 107 has the, the feature on the museum. Yep. And it's some amazing mm-hmm. imagery. There are some cool, cool cars with great history yeah. in here and there. So Because Tim is just... I mean, no joke, he's a wealth of information. You can just sit there and listen all day. I mean, the guy knew everything. But we have some cool cats. Dun, 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 dun. We have Kevin and Molly Sledge who are from Sledge Customs. Are you guys on? How you doing? How are you hey, doing, sir? How hey, Kevin. Molly? Hey, Molly. I forgot hey. to do my introductions of Murpho and Charlie. I'm sitting here with Murpho. <laughs> hey, Murpho. Hey. And the real Mrs. Murphy, Charlie Murphy, how are you? What up? All right, now we're going to introduce... Oh, my goodness. (laughs) Kevin and Molly Sledge. How are you guys? I know. I do it every time. Do you want to do this again? We just did it. Okay. All right. Here we go. Here we go. (laughs) You know what? They should just have us in the raw. That's yeah. right. For that's, real. That's hey, right. Hey, hey guys. <laughs> I, hope, I hope you guys are doing out there. We really appreciate you taking the time out of your schedule to do this with us. And, man, I tell you, it is pouring cats and dogs in Texas. It is really, really bad. Oh, no uh, shit. Yeah, it is just wet, right? <clears throat> wet. Yeah. Inches of rain in, in the hours. Flooding. I mean, it's... Yeah. Yeah, the whole freeway is covered. And these people down here do not know how to drive in the rain at all. Oh, jeez, man. So 95 this, degrees here. Yeah, it's oh, awesome huh. here. Rude. It's rude. So yeah. rude. Yeah, 95. And 95 I, I just, degrees. my mind just went to a blank in NorCal. What, what town are you guys in again? We're in Jackson. Jackson. Yeah. 95 in Jackson. I'm going yeah. to jump on a plane and go to Jackson and get out of the rain. <laughs> <laughs> so, about 50 miles east of Sacramento. Perfect. Okay. Okay. Yeah, and the last time we were in Sacramento at the uh, midnight, it was hot. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. There's never any wind in Sacramento. It's like it's always stagnant. It's like in the city in San Francisco, it's always breezy because you got the bay. Yeah. Man, yeah. and up there. No, it's, it's a just, slow bake. It's slow bake. It's, it's a bake. slow bake. So, <laughs> so we got, we got, this is going to be fun. We got all kinds of stuff to talk to these kids about. And um, Kevin is a, um original member in the Shifters, Kevin? Yeah, 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 I had the uh, first running uh, hot rod in the club. Yeah, yeah, and this goes back, man. I mean, they're like kind of on the forefront of the resurgence of traditional hot rodding, and this is like a pioneer. Do you remember what, we're doing. Do you remember what year it was? Oh, uh, 1992. 1992. Uh, yeah, and those of you guys out there who don't know what that is, man, that was pretty much the dawn of the, like you just said, the resurgence of the hot rod scene, the rockabilly scene, the kind of everything all encompassed in one, didn't it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, that yep. was it. Yeah. Yeah. You guys were on the forefront. So man. And, and Kevin, Kevin is a pioneer. He was been doing this for a long, long time. And, uh, Kevin, he, um, he's a builder. Okay. Kevin is a builder. He is really into traditional. Yeah. I mean, like die hard into traditional, <laughs> beautiful cars, beautiful, beautiful. cars. Well, thanks guys. And what's really cool, we'll get to this some more, but um, after Charlie and I got here and we started publishing these magazines, I had this idea because as a car guy, I always see how, you know, you 
often would see these cars that come out. And in the magazines, it's usually the owners that getting the street cred for the car and so forth. And um, we decided to do something called a, a, a featured builder, basically. It's a profile, and we do like a Q&A thing now. And Kevin, also, the pioneer is, is the first one to be the featured builder. And That's that awesome. was back in Car Culture Deluxe 98, so... 98. 98. So it's been... Oh, really? Oh, yeah. that's cool. Yeah. And Molly, his wife, uh, is, is a model, pinup model, and she is featured in... CKD um, 105. CKD 105, mm-hmm. for everybody out there. And Molly also does quite a bit to help support us. Right. She does styling. Um, she coordinates uh, photo shoots and stuff for Mary Lee and her. She helps wrangle cars and locations and girls <laughs> all kinds of stuff mm-hmm. uh kevin you've had the opportunity i would think to have several cars that have been published correct yes and uh what do you remember what the first one was man um i guess it would have been my my little t roadster that i started building when i was 17 it ended up in uh hop up magazine yep um, i believe it was um in 93 or actually i think it came out in early 94 and man, what what was that like when 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 you had a car you built and you saw it in a print magazine? Oh, it was unreal, right? <laughs> yeah, it was it was uh, it was the best, you know, because I'd grown up, you know, reading Hot Rod and Street Rodder and you know all these magazines, and here I am, a little picture on the cover of this, you know, it was a small magazine at the time, but it was it was cooler than the rest because it was hop up, you know, and traditional magazine. And so, yeah, it was, it was really cool, you know? Um, yeah, it's a big deal, right? It, it is. Yeah. And I, and I still get that same feeling today. I right. It just, it doesn't, it doesn't go away. I, I mean, and I, and you've got all these magazines, dude, right? Like you've got this collection and you're never getting rid of them. <laughs> he still actually has the tea bucket. Yeah. When you get it going again. No. So, so <laughs> Yeah, no, I have all my magazines, and I have probably moved, you know, five or six times, or you know, in the last twenty years. And every time I got to move all these freaking magazines, it's just a, a big pain in the butt, you know. But it's worth it, you know, because once you get to where you're going and you set them all up, you can dig them out and go, ah, oh, you know, and just and really enjoy looking at them again. So it can be a hassle sometimes, but it sure is nice when you have them there and kind of like a little library with them. You know? Exactly, that's awesome. And the um, the tea bucket was the the, the red one that said uh, thirty two on the grill. Yes. Uh-huh. Yeah, so we've got a little picture of that right here, in the oh, cool. uh, in the feature. Um, and Miss Molly, how you doing, girl? Good. How are you? I'm good. I'm curious to hear from you what it was like when you saw yourself featured in a magazine. It was a dream come true for me. I mean. You know, it was kind of, it's something that you kind of strive for, you know, and then when you actually get to see it, it's like this excitement that, you know, you just didn't expect and you can't believe how it feels until you actually, you know, see it and and feel it and everything. Yeah. You know, we have a a pretty big feature that we're working on right now that's going to be about the shifters and um, we've been putting that together for a minute and we're going to be really um really excited to see that come out i think hopefully that's going to be in the next you know couple of issues so that'd be pretty cool everybody going to see a, a real outtake and a history of the shifters car club which man you guys have done a lot <laughs> a lot along the way for for all of us so right we, on yeah. yeah we thank you for that what do you got going in the shop kevin uh well finishing up a uh 34 
uh, Cadillac LaSalle. Mm-hmm. It's a three-window coupe. Um, kind of a rare car. There's probably only about 10 of them left in the world from what we've been told. And uh, it's for a guy named uh, uh, Dennis Krakenberg. I'm sure you guys know who he is. He's one of the main custom guys now. He's got he, he owns a lot of really incredible custom cars and fortunate enough to be picked to uh, chop the car for him. And it's just about done and, and getting wow. ready to go go back home. And uh, so finishing that one up and I uh, got uh, three 40 Mercury's that I'm working on and uh, <laughs> a 32 yeah. three window, um, you know, restoring Jimmy Summers uh, Mercury. Oh. Uh, quite, quite a lot going on right now, actually. Yeah, nice. dude. All very cool cars. I got a chance Love to see Mercury's. a car that Kevin worked. Well, I was going to ask you, Kevin, is um, chopping is, is that about like the, the thing you like to do the best? What do you like to do the best? Well, on? you know, um, just customizing, I guess, in general. When I chop my personal 40 Mercury, you know, I guess it's been 20 years ago now, a lot of people really liked it. And so they just kind of keep sending me cars to, to chop for them. It turned into a business uh, out of that one car. Um, I, you know, I don't mind it. It's um, sometimes I'm on like number 14 now <laughs> that I've done. So <laughs> it, sometimes it gets a little bit old. It's like, well, I want to do something different. But, you know, every uh, Mercury that I chop is a little bit different. Mm-hmm. And so, um, yeah, it's, it's, it, I, I'll tell you what, it beats uh, working working for somebody you know (laughs) (laughs) i like you know if they want to keep sending me mercuries and and you know i'll do that the rest of my life because i love the cars and and uh, i know how to chop them good and i feel like i'm helping these cars out so right on so um we got to see kevin man covid uh we got to see kevin at the roadster show and i'm thinking this is now 2019 that that was the last show right the last roadster show that happened was it, it was that yeah, was that it was actually 2020 was it right? 20 oh, it was right before yeah. right yeah it was right, right before, before COVID, covid hit yeah. Oh, yeah so 2020 i think that was like about the last show that anybody got February. to go to mm-hmm. it was yeah and um kevin i think you had a couple of cars in the suede palace and one of them's from texas right yeah uh, jake christmas oh yeah okay he's from the uh, los cachinos he had a uh, uh 39 Merc convertible that we did for him. Mm. Yep. Yeah. Super, I didn't even realize super that, cool car. We got to see it in the Sweet Palace. Yes. It was like kind of right, right. You come yeah, in there I had to the no, right. And I did like not. Right at the front. I didn't know that. What was the other car you had there, man? It was also a uh, 39 Merc, but it was a coupe. Uh-huh. And we did that real, uh, you know, traditional custom with a straight post. Uh, yeah. Most guys now, they do the, the slanted post or the curved post. And um, we wanted to do something different and make it real, you know, 40 style. So uh, we did that for a, a guy named Bill Bergen. And, uh, man, that was probably one of the hardest chops I've ever done because he was so picky <laughs> about how it had to come out, you know. Uh huh. It had to be period perfect and all the lines had to be right. And, you know, so. But it all said and done, it was it was a great experience because – um, it's been one of my favorite chops uh, so far. No. Yeah, that's awesome. And I know that we, we know Jake, you know, mm-hmm. and I know that he's super, super stoked. And um, you did a great job, dude, really. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Yeah, now he's Jake's become one of my best friends um, <laughs> over the years just by, you know, tr- uh, buying and selling parts, you know, back and forth and, and now customizing uh, a couple cars for him. Yeah. Uh, 
just a great guy. Mm-hmm. He's yeah. such a gentleman. Yes. He, that's, he is. Like every time you, <laughs> that's what I was saying. Every time you see him, he's always got like a big smile and he's just super yeah. sweet and like happy to see you. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I love that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Molly says I have a man crush on him. That's probably true. <laughs> <laughs> I think you said that. <laughs> He's a good-looking son of a bitch. Yeah. <laughs> he does have good hair. And he'll be delighted to hear you say that, too. <laughs> yeah. Hilarious. He does have good hair. Yeah, it's a salt and pepper. So, so we're uh, actually currently uh, building a mercury for him right now. Oh, nice. oh what year? It's uh, 40. 40, cool. It's a pretty wild car. It's going to be, I can't give too many details. Sure. It's kind of top secret, but it's going to be something, something different. Pretty, you know, pretty wild custom. Yeah. It's going to blow a lot of people away, but it's going to be totally traditional at the same time. Uh huh. Well, that's cool. My interest is peaked. Eh? Me too. Hope yeah. we get to see it first, man. Hint, hint. Yeah. Of course, of course you will. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Can you imagine his head after this episode? He's going to hear this episode be like, man, they were talking about how hot I was. They all have man crushes. <laughs> They're right about my hair. I got, got great a cool hair, car right? coming out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. So we, we're pretty lucky. I'll, I'll show you through real quick. We have um, Jake's dad's car. Mm-hmm. In the in the shop here. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Right. Yeah, mm-hmm. we have. Um, You've been doing Danny's a lot of good work. Forty eight Oldsmobile here, and we're. Oh yeah. Kind of tuning it up a little bit in the body, and we're gonna shoot it. We're gonna mm-hmm. paint it. So I'm really excited to uh, to get that in and out of the booth and mm-hmm. get it up to Dallas and let people go. Oh, see we it. get to shoot it for the magazines as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nice. yeah. That's a good looking car. I've seen that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's really cool. You know, we we had a chance to shoot it. Miss uh, mm-hmm. Shelby shot shot it, and then it uh, got chopped. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, well, I don't want to run it unchopped i mean it's like so much cooler so so now we get to paint it and then we're gonna reshoot it so well it's kind of cool because you're getting to do all the new body work to it and you're getting to paint it Murphos is getting to paint it and then we get to shoot it for the magazine so it's like a oh, really awesome. cool little thing one of the coolest before and after things you yeah, get to do before and after. That, that yeah. Yeah. Cool. yeah yeah it's for real, yeah. especially for the business really cool mm-hmm. the cover you know a picture yeah. of one you know before and after well, you know, I was asking you guys about the magazine stuff, and I wanted to get your personal story. It's like my favorite thing to do, and um, I love hearing about people's personal experience with being in print media, because that really is our, our purpose, and what we're up to is try and keep print media alive and preserve this experience for people, future generations, to be able to, especially, you know, car guys and pinup models and so on, to get to see their stuff in print and there's nothing really like seeing your car in a print magazine lay it on the table and go that's my shit Mm -hmm. and and we really you know i mean that's our jam guys like that's what we're trying to do and uh i want to thank you both too because you know you've you've i don't know if you realize this but you've really helped Helped us us, you know Mm -hmm. kevin was very very obliging to let us have (laughs) him be the the featured builder our first one and Mm -hmm. molly's done stuff with us so you guys are kind of like kindred, you know, West Coast, we think of you as like our family. team, you know, our family. Right. So. right on, right on. Well, we appreciate hey, it thank too. thank you. We feel you the know? same way. Yeah. Uh, and- you know, one hand washes the other kind of thing, right? mm-hmm. you know? I mean, think about the print is like, people don't understand. It's like, okay, everybody wants to be online. They, they can see the pictures on there. It's easy and all that. But, you know, the thing about it, like when you get that magazine in the mail and you open it up for the first time and you see yourself in there, your car in there, whatever, there's something special about that. And I, you know, I, I hate 
hate to see that go away because i mean i grew up with like all these magazines and it's unbelievable that street rider's gone and rod and custom and you know, I don't even see Hot Rod that much anymore. I don't know if they're gone now, too, but I never see them on the stands. So. Yeah, the the Deluxe went out. It's really sad, dude. Like, you know, in 20, went out. 2019, um, you know, like 19 right. magazines yeah, folded. Right, when, when we purchased the magazines, a lot, uh, pretty much all of the Hot Rod magazines went under. And yeah. even Lowrider. I never thought that was going to happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, that was a big one. Yeah, sad. it really was. Street Rider, huge magazine, you know? It's crazy. Oh, yeah. You know, but I kept watching. I kept watching Street Rotter. You know, they used to be really thick in the '80s and '90s. Yeah. And you know, in the last ten years, I watched them get thinner and thinner. And seeing to Molly, like, you know what? This magazine's not going to be around much longer. I'll it's, tell you that. Right now. It's so expensive to print. It is so expensive. It's to so print. expensive to print. I, I'm I'm sure you're going to agree with me, Kevin. But like, you know, as as a younger guy, like learning about cars and stuff, like you learn so much from the magazines. Mm-hmm. Oh, totally. Are you kidding? I mean, you know, like when I was in high school and, and Rod and Custom came back, you know, and, and even Street Rotter was doing a lot of traditional stuff, but Rod and Custom had uh, Pat Canal really pushing a lot of the traditional stuff. And that was a huge influence for me and, and a lot of the shifters, you yeah. know, yeah, because it was stuff that we hadn't seen before. And I was like, oh, wow, look at this. And, and it, you know, I think we were already kind of, you know, at the swap meets, you know, buying the old Hot Rod magazines and stuff like that. But being, you know, a magazine that was brand new, that was showing traditional stuff, it's like, hey, you know, we're not the crazy ones here. There's other people that are, like, digging this stuff, too. Right. And um, so it was it was really something special. And uh, so yeah. anyway, yeah, weird to, weird to see him going and, and really glad that you guys are uh, keeping, su- it going. keeping it going and successful. And, and the magazine, by the way, is looking it fantastic. Looks, it looks so good. Oh, thank <laughs> you, guys. Thank you. you know, and as we yeah, keep talking each, about each, each uh, magazine looks better and better, it seems Aww. like. You guys have really turned it around. Well, we're really working our tails off, so that means a ton to us, man. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and we keep talking about traditional. You know, in, in Rods in particular, we've made a big, strong move to move towards traditional as kind of our, our main mm-hmm. jam. And uh, I hope people notice that. You know, I, I hope that people are picking up on the fact that the cars are starting to look very much more, period. Yeah, well, that's what you guys, you know... I mean, basically started out off as, I mean, the magazine did, Yeah. but it seems like now it's, they are more period correct and not, um, you know, and I hate to use this word, but yeah, there was a lot of rat rod kind kind of stuff mm-hmm. in there. Right. Mm-hmm. There's a lot less of it. And, mm-hmm. You know, it's, uh, because the traditional stuff is, it's timeless, you know? Yep. Yeah. And, it is uh, timeless. Yeah. And, and that's really what people want to see. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, man. So, you know, we're we're trying to make the big push to um when this is why we're doing the podcast too, you know, is to like really get our message out there and trying to get more support and get people talking and and do that. So we really appreciate that. And Kevin, man, you gotta keep me up on what's gonna come out of your shop, dude. Really yeah, we, we got a few top secret projects in there, but, <laughs> you know, most of it's pretty straightforward, just, you know, chop mercuries and stuff like that. But, um, you know, I got to have a few few things up my sleeve. Yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and, um, uh, <laughs> you know, you, so, but I'll definitely keep you informed on what's happening. Do you guys, do you, do you have something that's uh, coming out this year pretty pretty soon towards the end of the year? Something for next year? What, what? Uh, yeah, actually, I'm finishing up a really nice traditional Merc uh 
for a guy named uh, Nathan Jaggard over in England, uh-huh. and it's been been a long time build. I've had this car for a while, and it's um, we bought the thing, and it oh god, you know, it looked like such a nice car, but then when we stripped the paint off, <laughs> of course, you know, everything was brazed, and it was just pieced together. So we had to like rebuild the whole bottom of the car, and you know, so we had some years into it. And then I went to a uh, paint shop prison, as I call it. Oh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I went to the paint shop for another three or four years. You know, oh, three forever. or four years. Wow. Oh, yeah. It, you know, it happens. I can't yeah, yeah. It. It's, you know, but hey, but it came out beautiful and it looks great now. And it's just coming back from the upholstery shop. And so we're going to uh, put it back together. And it should be, um, it should be all done here in the next uh, three or four months, you know. So. That's awesome. It's yeah. a beautiful, beautiful car. Yeah, yeah. Real late 40s style, real traditional. Well, and the color, too. They really. They chose some full color for yeah, it. Kind of, kind of a British racing uh, green. Uh-huh. Oh boy! I love, kind of interest. Simple, I, wanna... I love that simple. color. Yeah, it's simple, but it's beautiful. And it's you know? different. That's what's cool. They had a mix. Like cause I talked to them about it, and they said they had to mix a couple different colors <laughs> together to get the perfect one, and it, it took some some time. Yeah, exactly. Well, it sounds cool. There was quite a few different English racing greens too. You had the Aston Martin. You had the Jaguar. You had those different, you know, those different greens. You guys meld them all together. Yeah, I don't know exactly what color you went with, but I swear it's got a little bit of blue. A blue, it. it kind of is yeah. like a blue green. So certain yeah. lighting, it has nice. some blue in it. Which That's is, awesome. Yeah, it's, it's really pretty, you know, but it's really dark too, which is cool. That is cool. All right, y'all. Hey, you guys are listening to the Custom Culture Rodcast, brought to you by Old School Rods and Car Culture Deluxe Magazines. We will be right back. Hey, y'all. This is Double Deuce, the voice of Custom Culture Rodcast. Do your part to keep print media alive. Head on over to MurphosPublishing.com. You can subscribe to both magazines, Car Culture Deluxe and Old School Rods. Do your part, as everyone should. Keep print media alive. Subscribe today. If any of you out there are interested in or inquiring about sponsorship or advertising on the Custom Culture Rodcast, contact Art at MurphosPublishing.com. Do your part. Help keep print media alive. Subscribe to our custom culture broadcast. Hit the five-star button. We need your support. We are back with Kevin and Molly Sledge from Sledge Customs in Jackson, California. How are you guys doing? Good. How are you? We're doing great. <laughs> We're doing great. We're sitting here once again back at Murpho's Rod and Custom Shop in beautiful Buda, Texas with Murpho and the real Mrs. Murphy, Charlie Murphy. What's happening? Hey. Hey. So we're just back from a break, man. If you guys have been listening, you know, listening about Kevin and talking about his cars and Molly doing what she does, man. I love this stuff. I love this. Yeah. This is why we do this podcast is right to talk, talk to builders and people who do exactly what y'all are doing. You know, this is... I love this. I love this. So, man, yeah. By the way, this is our first podcast. Yeah. What? <laughs> yeah. Ours, too. I was just say, we're only on episode 13. If you listen yeah. to the first one or two, you're going to go, holy shit, they sound terrible. We're, we're, I we're, know. But we're getting there. We're getting there, man. We've got some good ones, dude. we got some great no, ones. No, man, like, really, like, you know, we kind of hit a hit a stride at we around did. three or four, I think. You, when we, when we first started, it's like and this. And you get used to it. Exactly. It's like, yeah. hello, Murpho. How are you doing? Man, you know what I mean? It's like, it's like you're looking at this microphone going, what this thing, this big thing, ah, nah. 
You freak out. Now it's like, screw this shit. Give me a cheeseburger and a beer. We're good. We're good. We're good. <laughs> and now they're like flying around. You got to not bump into it. Yeah. You got to be careful. Like, you know. Um, so, Kevin, man, I, I was thinking about this. I, I'm curious, dude, like how, how you got into cars. Like, I know, you know, you're telling me that you read a lot of magazines as a, as a kid. But like, are you are you first generation? Was your dad into cars? Like, what, what do you remember? No, not really. I, you know, I would say the first influence for me was American graffiti. Uh Um, You know, like, uh, you know, I was born in 1972 and, um, you know, in 1975, they re-released the original American graffiti. And I remember actually my, one of my earliest memories is going to the drive-in movie theaters and my dad's, uh, 70 Ford F what was it a, a F-150 a van or whatever but it was red white and blue metal flag a, a Conaline hey, van nice <laughs> yeah and I remember sitting in the back of that van eating fried chicken and watching American Graffiti oh. and that freaking that 32 coupe that yellow deuce had yeah. just stuck in my head my whole life and I never, never forgot that. And I was only like, like three years old, you know. Uh huh. I'm, um, I'm not gonna lie to you. I'm picturing this van with you guys eating chicken, driving to the drive-through, and all I can hear is Dick Dale going dun 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 or uh, uh anyway. John Denver, yeah. Rocky Mountain High. So it was yeah, yeah, Rocky Mountain High. That's what he would play all the time. So three years Rock old, Denver, watching American Graffiti gets the bug for old cars. And Kevin, when did you get uh what was your first car? Like when did you get like your first old car, man? When I was like in junior high and high school, all I wanted was a Volkswagen, like a bug or a notchback or something like that. You know, slammed down with a big motor, like I was just totally into that as a kid. But my brother, my older brother, had uh, 64 Pontiac Le Mans, which is like oh, a GTO. You right. know? And it was a convertible, and um, you know, it was kind of a pile, but it, it wasn't a bad car. Anyway, he kind of left it. He ended up with another car, and he left it at my parents' house. And I just sort of started driving it when I got my driver's license, thinking, well, I'll just drive this pile because none of my friends had a car. And, uh, man, I, you know, I started getting thumbs up and people, old guys were digging it. it. It kept breaking down. So I had to learn how to fix it, you know, just so me and, my brother, me and my buddies can go skateboarding, you know? Right. And, uh, so, you know, it was one of those things where like within a year I was like totally into this car. I, I had done all kinds of work to it. And before you knew it, I was like a muscle car guy, mm-hmm. and, um, you know, and that was when I was like 16 and immediately fell in love with, uh, tea buckets i always loved tea buckets as as a kid because they were just like raw you know big engine just you know nothing to them like basically a go-kart with a v8 you know? <laughs> that's exactly right then you had no brakes or something yeah <laughs> so anyway um so yeah that was sort of how it started with that, that muscle car and then um i started building a fiberglass tea in, in when i was still in high school and then i found you know i saw norm gabowski's uh kooky car no. And I was like, oh, my God, that's it. I got to build that. You know, I want that car. <clears throat> and so it completely flipped me out. And, like, that's all I had. All I was thinking about was a Cadillac-powered, you know, T-Roadster. And um, so I ended up doing it. I ended up um, finding a steel body. I found actually an old dirt track car and uh, found a, a CAD motor and put it all together. And, you know, within a few years, I had that thing running. So, Kevin, do you have a, um, a favorite that you've built? 
Like for myself or customers or? Yeah, I mean, just like, I, I think that just anything that you've built, is there one that just sticks out in your mind? Yours or customers? I mean. Yeah, I mean, my tea, obviously, I still have that because I just, I've had so many fun memories with that. But I, I built a 32 uh, Roadster with a flathead uh, Cadillac motor. Oh, yeah. That's awesome. And, you know, I had to sell that to, you know pay some bills and <laughs> move forward in life and i kind of missed that one but yeah yeah that one sticks out my my mercury that ended up in um, the cover of uh, rotter's journal you know that one yeah um, tim uh, kierkegaard's uh, 39 merc which was a real nice traditional black mercury um has has been quite a few over the years yeah man but uh, yeah, I, love I love them all, actually. <laughs> I love the Mercury, man. It's one of my favorite body styles ever is that Merc. Do you man. still have that Merc? Uh, my my Merc? No, I had to sell that. Oh. Yeah. We, we needed to buy a house, so then the Merc had to go. Adulting, adulting <laughs> gets in the way and of I cars, right? I appreciate it. I really appreciate it. That. A, a, a roof. Role. All right. We can do that. <laughs> yeah, well, we're on, you know, like five acres now, or actually six acres, and we can just, you know, close the gate and shut the world out. And I've got a shop on the property. So it's like, you know, we made some sacrifices, but it was totally worth it. Absolutely. Absolutely. That's really cool. That is cool. That's really cool. I love hearing you talking about your first cars. I still got my first car. And my, what do you I, got? I have a 71 Olds Colors convertible. I bought it for three, oh, nice. three grand. My dad said, well, you save up whatever you want to save and I'll match it. And I saved up 1500 and he put in 1500 Then we bought it from this old lady. And it was that Viking blue, you know, that, that crazy-ass blue. And I for, first thing I wanted to do was a painted Corvette red, and I did. And I, oh, went, I went from oh, zero nice. to ticket. <laughs> but now my 13-year-old son, he wants it to be his first car, you know, so we're, refi- we're fixing it up and doing it all up for him. So I, That's cool you kept it. Yeah, I, I get the, the, the first car thing, man. I dig it. Molly, do you have a car? I do. Um, I just picked up a, a 31 Roadster. Oh. And it has um, the Krager overhead motor. Yeah. So it's like an early gal job, like a pre-war hot rod. Yeah, we actually we took off the fender, so I'm kind of going more for the, the highway look. Cool. Nice. Oh, man, that's Yeah, it's, it's coming together pretty good, and I've been helping. Like, I even pull the fenders off myself, so I kind of do a little bit of car work, too. Uh, yeah, we did it. We gave it the look with the big and littles and, you know, white walls and we're still working on it. But, uh, yeah, it's it's definitely has that uh, race gentleman look or the RPM nationals. You know? mm-hmm. Super but it also it has a rumble seat so we can even fit the kids in the back. <laughs> <laughs> they don't awesome. necessarily like it too much. <laughs> or you could go get groceries. Exactly. Yeah. 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 yeah not, not both. You can't yeah. do both. You no. Well, kids are get groceries. Not both. It's too. I mean, I praise all the moms out there that that go to the grocery store with their kids. I personally could never do it. I always tried to find a babysitter or something so I could get groceries done. So I would be opting to take the hot rod to get groceries any day. Yeah. Take the. Oh, the, for sure. The, 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 the two yeah, seater. Yeah. You find ways to kind of keep them occupied, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Man, that's really cool. Yeah. Super cute. I love it. Are you going to shoot with it? Of course. Of course. Uh, of course. <laughs> we still got to uh, mount the headlights and chop the windshield and put the little uh, chop folding top on it, and then it'll be done. Yay. Yeah. You guys got to keep us posted on that Absolutely. one. Yeah. Interesting. It's a red car, yeah. man. And it was done way back in the day, so like in it's the, the real 60s. thing. Yeah, it was That's actually, cool. so it was done in, yeah, but redone in the 60s, and it was a, a father that had built it for his daughter for her, um, I think her 16th birthday, 
And so she drove it around a whole bunch, you know, for like 20, 40 years. Yeah, she she drove it uh, to high school uh, starting, I think, in 1959. Yep. Drove it until like 1979. And then yeah, parked, like the 80s. Parked it in a, gra- in a garage and just sat ever since. Mm. Oh, that's so, so cool. Totally preserved. Yeah, it's totally yeah. cool. That's super cool. Mm-hmm. I can't wait to see it when it's Me done. Too. Me too. Mm-hmm. You guys will love it. It's awesome. Yay. Have to well, shoot it. What kind of plans do you guys got for the rest of the year? You got some shows in mind? What do you think you're going to be up to? Yeah, we, we're thinking about going up to Oregon for the um, Hot Rodorama Resurrection. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. I think Miss yeah, Shelby's going. In, yes. Yep. Yeah, Pendleton, Oregon. That's going to be a good one. Mm-hmm. Uh huh. And uh, we might come out for the Roundup. That'd be cool. Y'all go. gotta come we, to our show. Yeah, we've never, never been to that. So we oh love boy, it. the Roundup is something to see, man. Yeah. It, it's pretty cool. The Roundup Miles. has become the um, the largest uh, pre '63 yeah. show in the country now. It's, mm-hmm. oh, I Dang. believe it. I but believe. it's, 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 yeah, it's got so much bigger than it used to be. It's, yeah. It's there's vet. I mean, it's. I hate to say it like this, but it's kind of. Getting to be kind of like the Sturgis of car shows, you know, where, oh, for Texas, yeah. because it's just. Has it jumped the shark a little bit? No, no. <laughs> luckily, it hasn't got that big, but it's, it's like Joplin, where they're, they're just awesome. It's car huge. Shows. It's yeah. a huge show. There's I think so we're many over cars. 3,000 cars. Yeah. yeah. That's, That's what so I mean. I mean, it's cars. just. It's it's huge. Anything you can think of, you'll find you'll find mm-hmm. it there. There's so many cars. There's so many cool artists, especially yeah. local artists. There's so many cool. Like metal shapers and all kinds of stuff out there doing yeah things. Yeah, you guys they almost in, probably can't see it all in one weekend. I'm sure. You know? Yeah, <laughs> it's a it's a it's a it's and it's it's like the rest of Texas. The, mm-hmm. the venue is huge. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So everything's bigger in Texas, right? We um we do our our little annual open house thing too on the last day of the roundup that evening. So if you guys do come out here, we're gonna give you the VIP tour and invite you out to the shop and do all that stuff so you have to let us know if you if you oh, make great. it was yeah. that on um, like saturday or sunday saturday, saturday. yeah the saturday oh, okay. night yeah, yeah. Very, very cool we're Thank gonna you. do our pistons and pinups um starting at five o'clock and our roundup after party show starts at what babe around seven yeah yeah so yeah. it's gonna be cool Oh, okay. Well, count us No, out. it sounds awesome. There we go. Yeah. Party of two. Already signed up. Boom. Yeah. Look at there. There you <laughs> go. <laughs> yeah, we got a few uh, friends moving out there now, not not far from Austin. So nice. we're going to be able to visit them at the same time. So. Nice. Yay. Seems like the place to be. And I, I hate to tell you guys, we got a lot of Californians moving out there, which I hope it's not a bad thing. But <laughs> well, it's, it's a big not place. a bad thing as long as our price of living doesn't go up like California. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's terrible out here right now. Yeah, the price of living is so expensive. That's what scares me. Please don't do that. <laughs> yeah, like, like, like Portland and Seattle and everywhere else. It's so it's, expensive. It's, I don't know how people are crazy, making you know, it, like, especially during COVID. Yeah. I know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When we get out to California now, it's like, you know, it's the thing everybody's talking about. Gotta go. It's, you know, the issues, everything like, it's a mass exodus. Like people mm-hmm. are fleeing. Well, they're they really are. They yeah. can't make it there. It's mm-hmm. like they're going homeless, staying there. Like, it, why would they stay? They can't get ahead. Well, exactly. As yeah. you know, car people were fortunate to be here. Texas has mm-hmm. a very strong car scene and growing. Mm-hmm. So, um, and it's influenced from California. There's no doubt. Mm-hmm. So no, absolutely is. But also, Texas being so big, the, the the barn finds are still there too. You know, I mean. You just never know what you can find here. Yeah. You know, it's crazy. It's true. That's great. Yeah. 
So, so what else you guys got? Anything going before before you know we get to the Grand Nationals again? Let's see. So we got the uh, Oregon thing. We got the uh, Roundup coming up. Uh, what else is going on that we, we're forgetting about? Well, we've got the um, RPM Nationals. Rhythm Collision in January. Oh, ri- yeah, Rhythm Collision. Uh, right. Mm-hmm. Well, not until January. That's going to be yeah. the beginning of January. That's uh, Alex and uh, you know Axel's show. Right. Uh, um, that That's going to be a good one. It's weird because, you know, as everybody's rescheduled, man, there's a uh, – like so many car shows across the country that September weekend, the um, the holiday weekend, you know, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. then uh, in October there's a lot of stuff. But this last little tail end of the year, there's gonna be a lot of a lot of car show action. Yeah, a lot of stuff to go to. <laughs> well, that's and it's good because we got gypped last year, you know. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. I know. That's I a good way to say it too, man. We got gypped out of it because this is exactly what happened. <laughs> Everything happened. Well, man, I was already in none, nothing. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. So we're gonna try to go to as many as we can. You know, uh, you know, finances are always a little tough, and we've got the family and everything else. So, you know, we're gonna go to what we can, and and that's it. You know, but uh, other, other than that, we're gonna keep building cars and having fun over here. Keep building. That's exactly what it's about, man. Now, hey, Kevin, you guys, you guys in Molly both at Sledge Customs, say people want to get a hold of you and they want to get on your website or social media. What do you guys got going on? Um, you know, Instagram is probably the easiest way to get a hold of me. But know? we do also have a website for Sledge Customs yeah, as yeah, well. Yeah, it's uh, just uh, sledgecustoms.com. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. And and what is your Instagram again, bro? Is it is it Kevin Sledge? Uh, it's actually just Sledge, Sledge Customs. Customs. Sledge Customs, yeah. Sledge perfect. Yeah. Right on. Yeah, it's pretty easy. Miss <laughs> <laughs> so. Molly, I'm so I wanted to get a hold of you. What's your social medias? Oh, um, for Instagram, it's going to be Molly Sledge 41, okay. and Facebook just Molly Sledge. Sweet. Okay. Okay. Awesome. Well, listen, you guys, I can't uh, thank you enough for mm-hmm. coming on to the Custom Culture broadcast and and uh, sharing some thoughts and for all your support you guys and everything you've helped us do with the magazines just thank you mm-hmm. and um, we look forward to seeing you soon um, hopefully we see you in texas but if not we'll definitely see you out there for some of the stuff in california sounds yeah. great yeah hey thank you guys so much we totally appreciate it yeah we appreciate uh, it hey, thank you guys we're, we're delighted to have you and we're delighted to be part of the magazines and helping us keep print media alive man mm-hmm. I mean, that's, that's absolutely that's, here, every every one of our podcasts, that's our big mantra is keep hey, something I, something I do for you guys every time. Yeah. When I go to the grocery stores and I see the magazines in the back, I put them right up front. Awesome. <laughs> Hell yeah. He does yeah. every time. And, <laughs> yeah. You know what's funny, Kevin, is that you never know. You might have a kid walk up behind you that didn't even know they're there. He gets one, picks one up, buys it, and it starts his whole world over again. You know? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Exactly what we all did. It's just, it's just you know, resurgence. does it all over hey. again. That's what happened to us, right? Was like one or two pictures. It was like, oh my God, it just changed your life. <laughs> yeah. Yep. And that is our quest to keep print media alive. And our call to action is to subscribe today. Yep. And you can go to murphospublishing.com and pick up that subscription. Mm-hmm. That's right. Hit a five star. Hit the five star button and subscribe. That's there you go. Doing. All Definitely. right. Hey, thanks again, y'all. We appreciate you. We will. Uh, See you on the flip side when we get to our next one. Hopefully, there'll be a next one. There will be. All right. We're on it. Thanks, y'all. All Have right. a great night. Take care, you guys. Bye-bye. Tune in to Custom Culture Rodcast, brought to you by Car Culture Deluxe and Old School Rods Magazine.